You're listening to the What the Junk Podcast with Megan Rage. Wednesday. Do you want to know how much I overthink things? I was overthinking the title of last week's podcast so much. Like when I went to go put it in the like the podcast platform, I was like, what should my podcast be like? Obviously, it should be in reference to not skinny, but not fat. If I did just the acronym for that, it would be obvious. I was thinking so deeply about this. I was like, what if one day I like make it and I sign it to Dear Media and like we become friends and she goes back and looks at my logs and sees that I had a podcast episode named after her and like I talk shit about her. Fucking dream big, Megan, right? I'm sure one of you would rat me out anyways. If I ever made it to that level, you'd probably fucking tell her. I know one of you would. I don't know which one of you, but I know it would happen. Yeah, I really have big goals and dreams for myself. I'm like, yeah, when I make it big, um, it's going to be really shitty when she finds out I was talking shit about her when we're friends like how in the world am I like manifesting that slash projecting that for myself when we all know that it's not going to happen hey never say never Anyways, but I was legit so nervous about it. I was like, hmm, what if like all of a sudden this episode blows up and it like charts and she sees it and then she listens and I'm talking shit. And then there goes my chance with the Kardashians, like delusional thinking. I go down a web, a spider web, a web hole. What's it called? I go down a hole and I just can't get back. Um, I forgot to bring up Clayton last week on last week's episode. It's going to be so far gone by the time this episode comes out. But basically, someone claimed to be him, slept with this girl. Then this girl came out and said that she ruined a marriage when really it wasn't Clayton that she hooked up with. She seemed like a dumb bitch anyways. So I don't think that she actually believes that she hooked up with Clayton or maybe she does. I have no idea. The whole thing was pretty wild and all these bachelor people were like banding together and be size stand with Clayton. Oh, fucking kill me. Um... Another thing I forgot to bring up on last week's podcast. So you guys know that I've been itchy, right? I've like changed our detergent. Um, I try to use like, you know, not any different. I try not to use anything. I try not to switch it up with my skincare or anything like that. But I was so itchy on Sunday before I went shopping with my sister-in-law. I was in the shower. I was running the water super fucking hot, which makes it 10 times worse. And I was scratching my boobs because that's what was itching the most. I got out of the shower. I looked like I got beat up. I had to go show Brett because I was getting ready to go shopping. I was scared he was going to think I like was cheating on him and came back with like all these marks all over my body. I was scratching so hard that like it looked like I was bleeding, but I wasn't literally all over the place. So now every time I pass myself in the mirror when I'm getting ready to get into the shower, all I see is like red scratch marks. And I have like really long nails right now. I have a nail appointment. I broke a nail. um, So I was really getting after it with all my nine nails that are really sharp. And it's my pointer finger on my right hand that's broken. And my hands look really witchy. I'm super self-conscious about my hands. When we were at the mall, I went to, we went to Crate and Barrel. And the girl that was helping us, I don't, didn't, I didn't feel like she was especially nice. So when she was done and she wrapped everything up and she gave me my receipt, I was trying to grab the handles of my bags, but I had all these shopping, shopping bags in my hands. So I kept missing the handles so I was just like just like rubbing my nub in her face like my one finger that was gone I looked like such trash people in Roseville are probably like who the fuck are you I like didn't even think about it at the time but I like was getting really weird vibes in Crate and Barrel I felt like all the girls that were behind the counter were like eyeballing me and I'm like I don't think twice about like the fact that I have tattoos because I just don't think that that's like a thing anymore I don't think that people look at that and think any way about a person but what if they do I'm sure there are still people that are like that especially people in Roseville whose parents have taught them why put a bumper sticker on a Ferrari or whatever the saying is one of my friends dad actually says that I remember when I got like one of my really big visible tattoos he's like oh why are you doing that so I know there are people out there that do have that frame of mind so 
it was like an afterthought for me. I was, I was walking out. I was like, I'm wearing like these slides and I just look dumb. I have no makeup on. I have been missing a nail. I probably look like a stripper. Not that there's anything wrong with strippers, but that's just probably what I looked like. Um, yeah. So Brett and I just went to the dog park. We had a different routine tonight because we really need to take Benny for a bath. So we went to the dog park right after work. I did a Peloton. Then we made dinner. Then we took him. And it was like a really good crowd tonight at the dog park. There was this border collie there that was so sweet and they were playing so well together. And then this really big dog came in. It was a puppy, but it was still big. Also playing really well with any everyone. That the guy that brought that dog in, he was like a little bit younger. And then there was a husky that came in and then another puppy. And so everyone was playing really great. We were getting ready to leave. And the guy that came in with the puppy that was like really big went to go let it drink out of the bowl. And Benny went after it. And I was like, Benny, no. And I'm simultaneously getting my bowl out to give it to give Benny his own water. And I know Brett's embarrassed by that. So I said to the guy, I was like, hey, I was like, um, my dog's over it. I was like, but he got kennel cough from here, just so you know, like from drinking out of the bowls and he was like okay like not having it at all I was like oh okay I'll just continue to fill my uh fill my uh plastic bowl up here and give it to my dog you go ahead and do whatever the fuck you want and then we took Benny to get a bath and then um now we're at home we're about to watch this is us I heard it's freaking sad you know I'm sad that this is us is ending but I feel like there used to be so much hype around it like I used to have to watch the episodes on Tuesdays otherwise I would get spoilers like there was no way around it these days I can get away with watching it the next day on Hulu which is how I prefer because there's no commercials and I won't really see anything like I did see one tweet that said that it was really heart-wrenching and obviously I know this is the episode where it ends with Toby and Kate um that's not a spoiler because everyone knows that that's coming if you're at least up to date with last season and if you're not I'm sorry like I don't I don't fucking know what to tell you so I can get around most of the spoilers and that it really just goes to show that the show doesn't have as much hype as it used to which is shocking especially in its final season so the more that I think about it the more that I'm happy that they're ending it where they are we've also been catching up on Mayans so the new season of Mayans is coming out Brett and I got into a huge argument last week over it because he didn't want to start from the beginning but I'm like why would we rewatch a show if we're not going to start from the beginning like it makes no sense you either start from the beginning or you don't rewatch it he's like let's just watch the second season again I'm like no because I don't remember anything from the first season we watched it years and years ago and so he's like I don't want to watch it so I was just like fine I'll watch it by myself made a big stink about it came upstairs got in bed and then he was like fine I'll watch it and now he's super into it so we're it's like to the point now where we're so addicted, even though we've already seen the season, that we don't want to watch anything else because we just want to watch Mayans. We have the last episode of season one tonight. Then we have to rewatch season two. And then we didn't see season three. And season four is about to premiere this month, next week. So we're on track to be fucking killing it. Thursday. I promise this is the last time that I'll bring her up for like the next two weeks. We're going to go on a two-week strike. But it kills me that not, first of all, the not skinny but not fat Video interview just dropping today, three days after the regular interview or two days after, is lame as fuck. Like, no one's going to re, except for the diehards. Like, they would have just been better releasing them at the same time. I don't know what the thought process was behind that staggered release, but it's stupid. Like, I would have much preferred to watch the video. Is it because she wanted the podcast streams? I just, like, I don't understand, but also... 
it is killing me that her uh, Instagram numbers have not gone up. Like you would think anyone that's like associated with Kim K, for instance, North Black Book, North Black Book or whatever that fucking Instagram is. The one from Sacramento. Her Instagram was popping already because she was funny. But then when she was on the show, it just gave her that much more clout. Not that Not Skinny But Not Fat was on the show, but she's been elevated recently because of the Kardashians. And her numbers haven't even raised $100,000 or $100,000, 100,000 followers. She's still in like the 568 range. So I mean, obviously that tells you something that people don't like her. People think she's annoying, that the interview wasn't annoying, that they don't like her. They like Kim. They're just there to see Kim and that's it. Okay, that's it. Yesterday, uh, Benny jumped up onto our bed. We were shocked because he's never done that when we've been in the bed before. Um, He has done it a couple times chasing Chuck, but it's been a while. It's been a while. So we're like, Benny, get down. Like we were cracking up. So this morning... Brett always wakes up before me. He gets up and he goes to the bathroom and then comes and gets Benny and then they go for a walk. So all of a sudden I get waken up by something licking my face. Brett had gone to the bathroom, came back into our room. Benny was in bed with me and I didn't even feel him. And then when Brett told him to get off, he ran up by my face and started licking me. And then Brett was like, Benny, get off the bed. And he just sat at the end of the bed and curled up into a little ball, like right next to where Chuck was. And Brett's like, we were, it was so cute. Like we've never, he's never like chilled in bed like that. Obviously it's not allowed. Brett's like, we don't have enough room in the bed for me, you, Benny and Chuck. I'm like, I know we don't, but it's just so cute that he got up in there and he was so clean because we took him for a bath yesterday. And so now I'm just curious. Like, is he just going to start getting in bed with us at night or like in the mornings? Like, what is he going to try to do? Because he can obviously, he can obviously get up there. He's working it. He's working his way in. We never gave him the green light to like say this is okay. So why all of a sudden is it happening? It's so freaking cute. I can't believe I didn't even notice. Like, I'm pretty sure he was probably laying right next to me and I just had no clue. Oh, it's so cute. I love it so much. So today I was scrolling through Instagram. I never shop through Instagram. And there's this um, boutique that I follow, Blushing Brunette. And they posted a hella cute swimsuit. It's like a one piece, but it looks like it's a two piece. Leopard on the bottom, black on the top. It looks like it would fit my body type. So I ordered it. And then I never got an email confirmation. And then I got an email that said, oh, there's still something in your bag. So I was like, fuck, I must have not ordered it correctly. So I went back and I ordered it again. And then it took me to the order page. And now I, it's, I see the two orders are pending. So I'm like, great. I send them an email. I'm like, hey, I didn't mean to order two. This is what happened. And then I go back to the page. I see that one's the wrong size. And then I go back and I show, show that my payment method has failed because I never shop on Instagram. So I had an expired card on there. So now I have four different emails out to this company trying to tell them, number one, I didn't mean to order two. I want to order the one that's this size instead of this size. And then also my payment method has changed. So it needs to be updated. And then a fourth email to say that I've emailed three times and to check all the emails before they like, it's ridiculous. I'm giving myself anxiety and I feel like this is probably a sign that I don't need the swimsuit or that it's not going to fit when it gets here, but it looks so cute on the girl in the picture. And sometimes I just feel like, like, oh, it's going to look like that on me and then it never does. So I really have to ground myself and say, does this really look like it's going to fit my body type? This particular swimsuit? Yes, it does. So Hopefully they get back to me and this all gets straightened out. If not, I'm not going to approach it any further because like I said, this feels like a fucking sign. Um, 
what else was I just going to say? Oh, I've been cleaning out my, I've been cleaning out my Instagram pictures. I'm up to today's date. So I've cleaned out from January 1st up until today, April 14th. And that, just me doing it alone, has deleted over 13,000 pictures. So if I continue to do this every day, my plan is, so like tomorrow, I'm going to clean out the 15th, but I'm also going to go back to the 14th because if I screenshot anything later or post on social media that I don't want, I can just get rid of it. Like that's my plan and I'm going to continue to do this every day going forward even so that I can try to keep my shit under control. Like go back the previous day so that I'm not just building photos on top of photos on the photo album. So it took me basically all week to get up to April. It took a long time. Lots of pictures of Chuck. Like holy shit. I would take like 80 pictures of him in the same position. And like the iPhone quality has changed. So now when I take pictures, they're obviously better. The pictures back then were grainy. But like I want to keep some of those pictures because he's like a little baby. And I want to be able to reference those like going back in time. Eventually, the pictures that I'm taking now in 2022 are going to look old and grainy. So it doesn't mean that I have to get rid of them. It just means I don't have to have so freaking many. Um... I, this is going to be brief because my break's almost over. I've been talking to a lot of people at work that are alone. And it's one of my, like, it's something that I think about daily, like being alone later in life, like not having any kids, like being the youngest of my siblings, having older parents, just like, obviously when I'm in my fifties, like my parents are not going to be around anymore. My dad's not going to be around anymore. That is not a shock to anyone. But like, you know, what, like all my friends have kids and like, what if Brett is, what if Brett isn't here or on the flip side? Like, what if I'm not here? I've been thinking so much about being alone and not having kids and like sitting in like an old people home or like a facility or a retirement home and being by myself. And it's really depressing. Like, it's something that crosses my mind all the time and I don't know how to remedy it. Like, I feel like I need to maybe go to therapy and talk it out. I haven't been in a long time, but I have this like looming anxiety of being by myself eventually one day. I know that's so far from now, but I think about it every day and it's, I feel like it's a cause of some of my anxiety and like angst. So I feel like I need to get it worked on because it's not healthy. I think about it all the time, like eventually being alone, right? That's not healthy. I need to go to therapy. Okay. Just checking. Friday. Saturday. Sunday. I thought I wasn't even going to be able to record today. Like feel like shit. Have to go to Easter at my dad's. Had to squeeze a little a little insert in because I haven't – I feel like this week's just been off. Like, I haven't taken Benny for a walk in days. We took him to the dog park on Wednesday. I had a wax on Thursday. Friday after work, the ghetto bird was flying over the neighborhood saying to stay indoors because someone was on the loose, so I didn't take him for a walk. Yesterday, I didn't. Today, I didn't. I just feel like everything's been off, and then Brett's parents are going to be here soon, so I feel like I'm going to really have to – schedule time every day and make sure that I come in here and record. Otherwise, there's going to be no episode. And we all know that that can't happen. So yeah, Friday, I worked. Um, Brett had some feedback on my podcast. First of all, I said um, Willerby, that the person I talked to is from Willerby. They were from Whitby. Not that anyone was going to fact check that. And also, he wanted me to make an honorable mention that he didn't go get all the trash cans from the neighbors. The drunk neighbor brought them over with the 
with the falsely telling Brett that he had gotten permission. So then when Brett went to go take them back is when he kind of found out that he did not have permission to take them or fill them up. So he wanted me to clarify that. So yeah, Friday, get off work. I was planning on taking Benny for a walk, but then like, like I said, did was too nervous to go outside. Like I'm not taking Benny for a walk when someone's on the loose. And um, I had hella stuff to do for the radio stations. Anyways, I had like, bunch of concerts to draw and stuff like that. So um, I got a bunch of work done on Friday. Then my friend Amanda came over. Brett made us a little Trader Joe's lasagna. Then we went to go get frozen yogurt. And then we came home and we played everybody's golf on the PlayStation. I'm always like, whenever Amanda comes, um, it's always like, Amanda doesn't like to watch the same type of things we do. So it's always like, what are we going to watch? What are we going to sit down and do um, if we're like staying at home? So I was like, let's play everybody's golf. I knew Amanda wasn't a big video game person. Obviously, neither am I. But I loved everybody's golf. So we played it for like at least an hour. It was super fun. Went to bed. Um, Brett fell asleep. So I took the opportunity to get caught up on Married at First Sight because I knew that I was seeing my brother this weekend and he wanted to talk about it. Plus, I just needed to catch up. We're almost to the end. And so I watched that. It was really good. Like, I don't think anyone's going to stay together, but I'm pretty sure we already all knew that. Um, And then I went to sleep and then woke up yesterday morning, took a shower, and then Amanda and I went and ran a bunch of errands. Well, first of all, the landscapers were supposed to come to give us an estimate at 10. They had to push it back to noon. So I was just like, I'm not waiting till noon. I'm just going to leave now. So I went to the chiropractor, got adjusted. We went to Noah's Bagels and Lomans. I was hella craving like locks on a bagel. And that's exactly what I got with an apple juice. And while we were sitting outside, there was like a homeless guy that was screaming profanities. There was this woman with her dog sitting next to us. He was talking about like her dog dying. He was super loud, like his voice came carried. He was just shouting all these profanities. And um, I don't know if you know, recently on the corner of Howe and Fair Oaks, they cleaned they cleaned up that homeless camp. I don't know if I already mentioned that, but um, some guy like bought that land. So I kind of was wondering where they all got moved to. Obviously, there's going to be some stragglers. This guy was one of them. So security guard at Lomans Plaza was telling him to leave the premises. And oh, my God, it was so uncomfortable. This homeless guy was shouting all this racist stuff at the security guard. It was bad. I was like, I want to leave. Like, this is I'm, this is making me so uncomfortable. The security card came back over. Us, along with the people that were sitting next to us, were like, we're so sorry that you had to, like, listen to that. Um, the people that were sitting next to us were like, can we buy you, like, a bagel or a coffee or tea? He was like, no, I worked at the prisons. He was like, I'm used to it. Plus, that guy's here all the time. I'm, I always have to kick him out. He always says that. I'm like, God, that's fucking terrible. Um, and then I started talking to him about the CVS, where I witnessed all the theft last weekend. And how the people that were at that corner were just like stealing, putting in their backpacks. And I saw them handing all the shit out across the street. And he said that that happens at the Save Mart in Lomans all the time. And he says that he calls the cops and the cops have straight up said to stop calling because they're not going to do anything unless the theft is over $900. So like them in there stealing like drinks and snacks, they're not going to do anything about it. Isn't that wild? Freaking crazy. So then Amanda and I went to the mall. Um, we went to I had to exchange something at Sephora. I never I well, the one time that I went to the mall, I forgot to bring my Sephora exchange. And of course, I get there and it's too late. And then I got a new um, foundation. So I like the tinted moisturizer from NARS. And so I tried like a matte foundation and I bought it in the wrong color. So that's what I was trying to exchange. It was crazy busy in there. So my friend Amanda just matched my skin. And so I tried to exchange it. She said it was past the point. So I just had to buy a new one. Um, And then we went to Buckle because I told Amanda I had great success there. 
the weekend before. We didn't find anything. Then we left and went to Nordstrom Rack. And I didn't know it was the red tag sale. Oh, my God. The deals in there were insane. I wasn't really in the mood to shop, though, because I just shopped the weekend before. So I didn't really, like, shop hard. I was just kind of shifting through the racks. I found this hella cute purple and white, like, tie-dye skirt marked down from $175 as a Hudson skirt. $175, like, 49 plus 40% off that. I found a really cute jumpsuit. I found a really cute dress that I might wear to a wedding this summer. I found two black like sandals. I was looking for black sandals. I bought a bunch of tan sandals. I needed some black ones. So yeah, it went well. Um, Only the line was to the very back of Nordstrom Rack. So when I went to go try this shit on, I was like, I hope I don't like any of it because I don't want to stand in that line. And of course, I liked almost everything I tried on. So we stood in the line. It actually wasn't that bad. Then after Nordstrom Rack, we had to run to Costco. And then we finally came home, got ready. Um, and while I was getting ready, I put on American Idol. I was like, yes, I'm caught up. Nope. Another episode episode started playing right after that. So I'm on at the beginning of another two hour episode. And then there's going to be a new episode on, on tonight and a new episode on tomorrow. And this is normally where I fall off. Like I can never make it because it's just too much. Like one episode a week is enough. Like they have to be getting feedback from other people that it's very overwhelming. I really want to watch it. I just do not think I, I, I'm not going to have time to watch the other two hour episode. I can tell you right now it's not happening. Brett and I have been catching up on my end. So like in bed, that's what we've been watching. There's just no way. So yeah, got ready. And then we had, so remember when I went to Fresno with my sister-in-law and we went to stay with Amanda and we went to that diner. We had those hella bomb cinnamon rolls. I've been talking about cinnamon rolls ever since we made this plan to like next time we hang out, we were going to make cinnamon rolls. So in my head, we were just going to like, I don't know, pop a can open, roll some shit up, put some, make some glaze and put it. I've never made. I mean, I don't bake. I've never made cinnamon rolls before. So my sister-in-law, my brother come over yesterday at four. The plan was we were going to prep the cinnamon rolls, go to Mas Taco and then come back and make them. So my sister-in-law comes over. She'd asked me if I had a bunch of shit. She's like, do you have sugar? I was like, no, I really didn't have anything. Um, Yeast, nothing. I had nothing. So she comes over with her big ass Cusinart mixer, um, all like sugar, flour. She came over with bags and bags of stuff. And I'm like, holy shit, what are we doing? She's like, we have to make the dough. And then while we're at Mas Taco, we'll let the dough rise. And I'm like, oh, my God, we're talking measuring, cutting butter, mixing, letting it sit, mixing some more. Like we were probably home for 30 to 45 minutes doing this before we even left. And I was not anticipating that at all. I thought it was going to be minimal effort. Um, she did most of it. I just did some lo- some measuring here and there. So we did that. <clears throat> Went to Mas Taco. I was a little nervous because I thought it was maybe going to be busy. Not a single person in there. Like maybe two tables were full. Um, so we got sat right away. I was really craving their cocktails. I really wanted some tacos. We had the best time at Mas Taco. Like all of us were really enjoying the drinks. We got the guac. It was bomb. The tacos were all good. Like it was a great, we were having a great freaking time there. And then we wrapped it up, came back home, um, and we made the cinnamon rolls. Well, actually we didn't right away. So Lolly <clears throat> thought that right when we got home, Brett was like, aren't you supposed to, where's the dough? And I was like in the fridge. She's like, when dough's rising, it's supposed to be at like room temperature. And so she was like, oh shit, I think I was supposed to leave this out. So we ended up having to leave it out. <clears throat> and then we realized we didn't really have a plan for the night. Like there weren't any UFC fights on, thank God. And then my brother was like, wait a second, I think Coachella is being live streamed this year, which I don't know if that's a thing every year, but we ended up putting it on. You can flip through three different stations to see all the stages. <clears throat> and so we put that on and it was amazing. Like I've never watched it before. It was so much freaking fun just to watch it from the comfort of your own home. Don't have to deal with any of the crowds because holy shit, Coachella TikTok this weekend 
both Coachella and Revolve, like obviously there's been some super negative stuff about Revolve, but there's also been some really negative stuff about Coachella. Like I didn't realize that you couldn't get in if you came past a certain time. I don't really know how it works and I'll probably never understand because I'll probably never go. But anyways, we watched Disclosure, Disclosure, Flume, Megan the Stallion, um, Billie Eilish. It was so fun. Made the cinnamon rolls. They were fucking bomb. And then... My sister-in-law and my brother left. We went to bed. And this morning we woke up and we've literally done nothing. Brett made some eggs Benedict. Um, and Amanda, we watched SNL with Lizzo. I wasn't really that funny. I feel like Lizzo, I'm like so not about her life anymore. I don't know what it is. I've just fallen off the fallen off the hype. So we watched that, watched a little bit of the Jake Gyllenhaal and Amanda left. And then Brett and I watched an episode of Mayans. And now I just showered and got ready. We're going to go to my dad's. I texted my dad last night. I was like, can't wait for tomorrow. He was like, what's tomorrow? My stepmom took his phone and was like, your dad's a little out of it. Um, Yeah, can't wait for tomorrow. I'm like, does he even know that this is happening today, that we're coming over for Easter? Part of me doesn't really want to. I'm just so tired and I have more work to do. And um, I don't really want to go over there when he's not feeling good because I'd feel like I wouldn't want to be around people. I don't know if this is being forced upon him. We're about to find out. And then this next week is so busy. Oh, you guys, another development. So you know, I've been talking about getting my lash extensions off. Like it's been on the forefront of my mind. And this last time I got my lashes done, like it's a combination of allergies and just like, I don't know. I don't know. Going too long between fills. I used to be able to go three weeks, but I like can't anymore. She, my lash girl was going to be out of town last week. And so she pushed me to three weeks and I'm just a little bit sick of the maintenance. And like right now, my left eye is full of lashes and my left one is not. And so I'm over it. I was talking to the girl that does my waxes and she gets brow or lash lifts. So I reached out to the girl that does my brow elimination. She does lash lifts. So I scheduled a lash lift lift with her on like May, like second week of May. So I'm going to get my lashes done one more time. I already have an appointment this week, so I'm not going to cancel on her. And then after that, I'm going to get them taken out. I'm so nervous. I'm getting them taken out right before country in the park. I'm going to look like a bald baby bat. But I'm also really excited because, like I said, number one, I feel like the eye, the fake eyelash trend is kind of on its way out. Like I, you look at celebrities and like people in fashion blogs, none of them have fake eyelashes. Like I feel like this is kind of a thing of the past and the lash lifts are what are phasing themselves in. I like a more natural look. And like I said, I'd like to spend my money on like getting facials instead of lash extensions every couple weeks. Like I get a really good deal with my girl, but it's still just like the maintenance of it and having to set an evening aside when I'm super busy in the evenings to go do that, where a lash lift lasts eight weeks, eight weeks in comparison to two weeks. I mean, that is major. And it's like $20 more for the lash lift. So than a lash fill. So hopefully I don't regret it because last time I got my lash extensions out, I fucking regretted it immediately. I came home. I was crying. I was like, why did I do that? But I also had like red hair that I wasn't about at that time. Like I did not like my red hair phase because it was just I was wasn't keeping up with it. My hair was super broken off. My hair is nice and long now. It's brown. Like I just feel like I have a whole different vibe. And in the summer too, like I don't want to like get a lash extension and not be able to swim or sweat. You know, I just don't want to have to worry about it anymore. So I'm really nervous about it. I keep thinking it and overthinking it. I'm like, huh, should I get it maybe two more times because country in the park, I want to have nice lashes. But then also I'm looking at pictures of myself recently like the picture of me and Dustin Lynch which you guys know I've been obsessing over lately I look like I'm wide awake like I have these I look like a car with lash extensions you know on the headlights 
totally they're just like very up and like a lot and I just don't like the look of it anymore I don't think hopefully I like the look of a lash lift the girl that does my brows was like I think you're really gonna love it and I hope that she's right I've talked to so many people that have gotten lash lifts and they absolutely love it and I have really long lashes I just hope that they're long enough right when I get these lashes out that the lash lift will like serve me and like give me all the volume that I'm hoping for either way I got these really cute sunglasses um this girl that I follow on Instagram that I've never met before, Jen, Jen, Jen wears vintage, I think is her Instagram name. Um, she, I think her friend owns this company, American Bonfire, and she posted these sunglasses. They're black with like yellow lenses and they're so fucking cute. I'm definitely wearing them to country in the park. And so I feel like it's going to be a vibe with my lash lift and the cute little top that I've picked out for country in the park. And I'm really excited. I hope that I can get a tan before country in the park. Otherwise, I'm going to have to rethink my entire outfit. I have something planned out like this really cute shirt, jean shorts and those sunglasses. But if my legs don't get a tan, there is no way in hell I'm wearing jean shorts like eh, eh, it ain't happening. So we're really going to have to try to get some sun over the course of the next two weeks. That was my plan this weekend. Like my friend Amanda was coming. We were going to lay out in the backyard. Obviously, that didn't happen. It was like raining yesterday. I am scared to check the seven day forecast. Well, actually, it wouldn't be seven days. My birthday is at the end of the month. And we're like, I don't I can't. I t- I'm not even going to let myself stress out over it. It is going to be sunny that day. It is going to be perfect weather. I'm going to get a tan on these legs. I'm going to be popping by the time country in the park rolls around. Please manifest that for me, please, because it's the first summer outing. I'm excited. It's my birthday present from my sister-in-law. We're really pumped to go dance to Dustin Lynch. Now that I know the songs, we were playing Dustin Lynch last night in the living room and I was like, oh my God, I finally know all these songs. It's great. Okay. I got to go. Happy Easter. Monday. So back to what I was saying, these people all date each other. So like they have to date for like a week or like have these little micro dates, like they're getting to know one another. And then they have a decision to make. It's who they want to spend the next three weeks of their life with. They're going to be living with them as like a married couple. And then after those three, three weeks are up, they live with the people who they gave an ultimatum to for another three weeks. And they have to make a decision whether they're going to stay together, go with the person that they were having a pretend marriage with for three weeks, or I guess just be alone. And I'm only on episode three. I've never been so addicted to a show. I never watch my laptop like while I'm working, but I had like a lot of free time today. So I like put it on on my laptop and was watching it in like three minute increments between calls. But that's how desperate I was to watch it. It's so freaking good. First of all, majority of the people on the show are young. Okay. So and I feel like you kind of have to be in a young frame of mind to think, with any ounce of your being that this is a good idea. This is a process for people who like are not fulfilled in their relationship and think that they're going to get to go like have sex with someone else and like have fun for three weeks. I I, 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 I feel like I might need to go on a walk. I was going to, I was going to go for my, I was going to record this first and then go for my walk. I had such like a clear thought thought process about this before. And I feel like it's kind of jumbled now because it's just such a wild concept to me. Like this is for people who are not serious in their relationship at all. The problem is I don't know any of their names right now either. Another problem is I can't even be on Instagram. Like not skinny, but not fat is at the top of my page because I was creeping on her so much last week, but she's watching this right now and she's ahead of me. So I'm getting spoilers from her. Anyways, I would never do something like this. So you're basically giving up your long-term relationship to date someone else who is, of course, going to give you like butterflies in the beginning. At the beginning of a relationship, you always feel butterflies. Obviously, that's like the best part. And all these people don't have the butterflies anymore. 
Well, well, at least they didn't at the beginning of the show. There's already a couple people who have gotten back together who like didn't want to go through the process because they saw their partner like connecting with someone else, got nervous and then decided to propose. It's two guys. I don't remember their names. Two guys that were basically actually one guy had given one guy had gotten the ultimatum from his girlfriend. This is the blonde girl that thinks that she's hot shit and none of the guys liked her. And then when one of the guys was just trying to be straightforward with her and said, like, I'm just not attracted to you. She turned it around, said that he was rude, talked all this shit about him. I was genuinely concerned for this girl because I had no clue who she was going to end up with because none of them liked her. She was ugly. She was super money hungry. Her personality was really like, yeah. So her man ended up just forgetting the process and proposing to her on the spot, which was good for them because I felt like whoever she was going to move in with, it just wasn't going to be a good situation. Then there was another couple. This girl had given her man the ultimatum or no, he, no, the man had given her the ultimatum because she didn't want to have kids and he really wants kids. So she was connecting with someone else and he saw that and immediately stepped in and did the same thing. He followed suit with the previous guy and just got on a knee and proposed. And everyone's like, this makes no sense for you guys because you guys still have this big issue where you both don't want children. It turned into like this whole argument at the table and the girl was like, of course I'll marry you. And everyone's like, wait, what? But you're the one that didn't want to get married in the first place. So this makes no fucking sense. Like, obviously, she was just scared of him going in a room with someone else or maybe her falling for someone else. There was no reason for her to not go through the process when she isn't the one that wanted to get married in the first place. Like, he didn't even say in his speech, like, it's OK if we don't have kids. He just said that, like, I love you. You're the love of my life. I want to be together. Like, let's get married. It, like, she. He must have just caught her up in the moment. I don't know why the fuck she said yes to that. It made absolutely no sense. But also, what's the guy with the cowboy hat? What? What? That's now married to like the super cute, like Asian-y looking girl. What's what's his name? That's the problem. I don't know any of their names. The guy who has also given his girlfriend Madeline an ultimatum. What's that guy's name? That guy gives me hella creepy vibes. Even though I understand what he's saying, I feel like he's a fake. I feel like he's a phony. I feel like there's a few of these guys that are definitely going to have sex with their pretend wives. And I just feel like this is an unrealistic experience because... Um, of course, you're going to feel that feeling with someone new. And of course, other people are going to feel threatened by that. Like the girl, for instance, God, what's her name? Um, God, that's the thing. Raymond's Randall's girlfriend or whatever. She's now teamed up with this guy named Zay or Za. I forget. Fuck, that's the problem. I don't know any of their names. Anyways. She's super upset by him, like, linking up with someone else. And I feel like she's being super flirtatious with her new match as well. But I feel like some of these girls are not going to get the same experience out of it because in their mind, this is like an experiment. They're not officially, like, broken up. But these guys are treating it like they're officially broken up. Of course, you put six couples in a room and you let them freely flirt with each other. Like, things are going to pop off. Like, this is not going to end well. This is basically like an open hall pass to cheat with no repercussions although we all know that there's going to be repercussions because jealousy is already showing its ugly head in multiple different situations I think that the curly-headed kid that's in the military and Ray those two have a very similar personality like really goofy jokey like laugh at things that aren't funny 
kind of seem very immature. I feel like those two might end up together. And the poor girl that he was with originally, I want to say her name's Kayla, but I have no idea. She seems super committed to him. And I don't understand how none of the guys really seem to like her either. Like she seemed to be the last pick for a bunch of the guys. And she's like one of the prettiest ones, to be honest with you, in my opinion. I just I I feel like I I don't I can't really wrap my mind around this experience like these are obviously people that want to cheat and want it to be okay so that's why they went on this show but I feel like some of them also are not down with it and like thought that they would want it and then had to abort mission at the very last second like the two guys that ended up proposing Um, which is wild to me because well honestly they must have really wanted it because to know that you are like moments away from getting to shack up with someone else it's not your significant other for three weeks and then you decide to marry your significant other like that's either insecurity in them or they really wanted to get married for the one guy that was dating the girl with the tattoos I feel like that was just flat out insecurity but I feel like Hunter and the blonde girl I feel like they really just didn't like anyone else and no one else really liked them that much well I guess someone did like Hunter um I just like can you imagine going with your husband? Like, imagine if it was your husband or like your like really serious boyfriend or girlfriend and then just deciding that you're going to split up and be some with someone else for three whole weeks and you're going to live with them. You're probably going to have sex with them and then you're going to go back to your original partner and date them for three weeks and then decide who you want to be with. I just think if there's existing problems, if your relationship is toxic enough to go on a show like this, and then you get a taste of something that's puts you back into the honeymoon phase, the odds are that you're going to go with the new boo honeymoon phase. It is like being drunk in love. It will fucking get you. And if they're getting a little taste of that, which I'm assuming that these next three weeks for most of the couples are going to feel like bliss. They're going to go on dates paid for by Netflix. They're going to live that, that. Are they living in a hotel? That was a little weird to me. The rooms look really small. They're like living in a hotel that's paid for. Like, are they going to go to work? I have no idea because I'm only starting episode four. I don't know if the next next three weeks are going to be real life or like Netflix life. But either way, the honeymoon phase typically lasts for longer than three weeks. So these people are going to live with this other person that they barely know that they have butterflies for and with. They have no drama. They have no connections, no history, nothing to argue about. So everything's going to be perfect. And then they're going to get thrown back into their existing relationships where there is pre-existing conflict, where there is drama, where there are arguments. And now you're going to sprinkle in infidelity that was kind of they kind of had a permission slip for. And we're just going to watch that baby fucking explode. There is no way these people are going to get back into their relationships and everything's going to be cool. And they're going to be like, I missed you so much. I miss the comfortability. I miss the arguments. Like I, is that just, is anyone else thinking that? Am I the only one that has this train of thought? Or do you think that these people, granted, I know some of you have already watched it, are going to go back to their pre-existing relationships and be like, oh, finally I'm home. Like when you're staying at a hotel and you finally come to your own house. Is that how they're going to feel? Because I kind of don't see it going that way. But then I also feel like all of these people, once they got back into the real world, would feel the opposite. They would miss the comfortability. They would miss their old partners. 
this whole thing just feels like an excuse to cheat to me, like an excuse to hook up. And I cannot imagine dating people in the same vicinity of my actual real life partner, having to watch them flirt with other people a few weeks ago. I mean, I really don't. When Brett and I go out, we kind of separate, conquer and divide divide and conquer. Um, but I like was drunk the night that I had the espresso martinis and I thought this girl was flirting with Brett. I don't even remember. I gave him an earful the entire Uber ride home. I don't even remember it. And honestly, I'm not that I'm not really like super territorial like that. So it's, it's funny, but like I can't imagine being in that situation, knowing that whoever they connect with, they're going to be living with for three. Can you imagine giving permission? These people are not in serious, committed relationships. No person that's been with someone for two and a half years that's actually considering marriage is going to be like, yeah, sure. Go fuck that person. Go live with them for three weeks and play house, knowing full well the feelings that can develop. The, 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 the honeymoon phase that they're going to experience with that new person, it does not make sense. These people are too young to be making these decisions. These decisions. They're too young to be, they're just too immature. There is no way, like, are they getting, how did they even find these people? Like, what was the email that went out to couples to try to get them on the show? I would love to know because how the fuck did they even end up here? Like, this is just crazy to me. Obviously, they have people like like just like they do for The Bachelor that scout for talent. They DM people and say, hey, you should apply for The Bachelor. But this is like a very unique situation. And I feel like some of these people didn't really realize what they were signing up for. Like the guy that's in the military that's like, I just want to travel and what blah, 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 blah. I feel like that guy, he seemed super committed at first. But the second he got with someone else that he clicked with, it was like a whole different ball game. It was like a whole different ballgame. And that and the girl that he's with, that Ray girl, she hasn't even she hasn't even looked at her man like once. She doesn't even seem a little bit jealous. I feel like these fucking couples are doomed. I feel. And then another thing, that guy, Zay, he was sleeping on. The, she made him sleep on the couch. He is like seven feet tall. His legs were all sticking out and everything. How are you going to go through this experience? You're the one that wanted she's the one that was giving her man an ultimatum. So she's the one that wanted him to go out and see if the grass was greener. And she's not over here experiencing it herself. That to me, I know this whole thing, it's a mess and I can't stop watching. I can't stop thinking about it. All I want to do is watch it right now, but I have to go take Benny for a walk because we made cinnamon rolls and no one took any fucking leftovers. So they're just all sitting here and I've had about one a day. So I have to take Benny for a walk. Um, I'm sure I'm going to have more to say once I know all their names. I know this was chaotic as fuck right now because I don't know who's who. I'll get there. I'll make a, I'll write down their names tonight when I'm if I Google it, I'll I'll see spoilers. So I'll write down their names next time I'm watching so that I can clearly differentiate who's who and saying the brown girl or the brown haired girl, the curly haired guy, the blonde girl. That's not a, that's not cute. I mean, I just don't know any of their names. This whole thing is just blowing my mind. I can't believe such a show exists. And you could see the fear in Nick Lachey and Vanessa's eyes when all these people started proposing because then like the show goes out the window. Like we lost, they had to, they had to guess that that was going to happen with at least a couple of the couples. And I feel like they also had to cast very carefully with people that they thought would be compatible with the other couples. I just can't imagine preparing for that like mentally preparing to go on a show where they would separate us. We would date someone else for three weeks, go back to our original person and then decide who we want to be with. 
I feel like some of these girls, like that Madeline girl, she's going to get a little taste of freedom and she's going to want to go back to that single life because she's the one that said multiple times that she doesn't want to be in a relationship. She doesn't like forever is forever. She doesn't think that there's just one person for everyone. And that. uh, Um. Today was tax day. That was brutal. That's all I'm going to say about that. Um, the water, the water softener that we added to our faucet or our shower. So typically day two after I wash my hair, like my hair is hella greasy. Day three, forget about it. My hair is actually down right now. It's in a half up, half down, and it looks clean as fuck. Like it probably doesn't look super clean in the back, but like I'm shooketh. I think that it's really starting to make a difference. So this little water attachment on Amazon, I mean like 610 recommend. It's not like amazing, but I'm definitely seeing a difference in my hair and a little bit in my skin. Like I'm still itchy, but I'm less scaly. My skin is like super scaly because I'm normally like really, really dry. And I feel like I've definitely noticed an improvement there as well. So if you want me to forward it to you, I will. It's on Amazon. Also, my friend Kaylin sent me detailed video messages of how to navigate Disney. And you have no idea how much I appreciate it. Like this bitch is lost. I have no clue what I'm doing. I've gotten so much feedback from too many people, I think, and it gets really convoluted. So so shout out to Kaylin, who gave me a play by play of what to do when I'm in Disney which is happening very soon. Brett's parents are going to be here very soon. We're going to Disney. Then it's going to be my birthday. Then it's going to be our anniversary. And then next thing you know, we're going to be going to England. I feel like the summer's over and it hasn't even started yet. Like, can I get a fucking pool day so I can tan these goddamn legs? Okay, thanks. Tuesday. I will have you know, I have everyone's names from the ultimatum written down, but I got two more episodes in today, so I'm kind of a little bit f- more familiar with everyone. Um, Yeah, so I'm about to start episode six, where they go back to their original partners. I'm like into the first few minutes of that. Let me just say there's a lot of concerning things that I'm seeing. First of all, Madeline, I do not like her. Um, And I feel like Randall got to see a different side of her when she was white girl wasted, acting a fool and like super dramatic. I do not. Her personality shocks me. She doesn't. Her looks don't seem like she would be the way that she is. I feel like I'm going to sneeze. Um, but she's just super aggro and just like aggressive. And it's not direct in like a good way. I feel like she is rude I feel like she's rude and Randall got to see what she's like when she's drunk and it's not cute and I'm sure that that is a negative that's on the con side for Madison I'm really curious about what he's gonna do because he's a real curveball he seems to really um complain a lot about Shanique but I also feel like he's not fully in it with Madison Madison Madeline he's a wild card to me also um uh, Jake is a wild card to me as well as Ray. Jake and Ray. Okay, so I'm annoyed by Ray. I feel like she laughs after everything she says. She's so cliche. She's just so like on point. I could predict everything that she's going to say about every situation. Like my dad never liked any of the guys. And he's like, well, should, we, should we talk about your ex-boyfriends? And she's like, no, no, oh, let's definitely not do that. Like she plays into every sentence that's fed to her. And it's so fucking annoying. Like it's I feel like she's not her own person. Um. And also the gummy bears and the bottle of Jack Daniels behind them on the headboard. Like, are you guys 18? What is what the fuck is happening? It just it's giving I'm too young to be married, period. Um, so and then when Ray and Jake met Jake's mom, Jake's mom basically said Kayla's a strong, independent woman. 
like you or not Kayla, April. April's a strong, independent woman. You need someone like her. Like Ray seems sweet, but she seems very quiet. She ba- he basically she basically told her son to like stop thinking with his dick and make the appropriate decision here. She was like, April really loves you. Like she is just she said all these great things about April. Right. Then Jake goes and tells Ray that his mom said that she is the obvious choice when that couldn't have been further from the truth. That's absolutely not what she said. I'm super confused as to what he's going to pick, too. He seemed a little shook by what his mom said right afterwards, but then that dissipated. I kind of feel that he likes it. April just seems like she's a down-ass bitch. She's down to play polo. She's down to go waterboarding. She's waterboarding. Is that a thing? Isn't that like a torture, a form of torture? Whatever. You know what I meant. April just seems down and Ray seems very people pleasing and like, oh, oh, you want to have sex eight times a week? Yeah, bitch. I'm sure you fucking do. (laughs) I'm sure you fucking do. It's just I just can't with any of it. I just can't wait to see what ends up happening at the end. I've avoided spoilers so far. Um, I definitely don't think that Shanique and Zay are going to going to stay together. I feel like she's going to want to go back to Randall. I don't know if Randall's going to want to go back to her, but it's crazy that on that last night, Shanique and Zay decided to hook up. I don't know what was happening under the covers. Obviously something, it looked like she was putting her underwear back on at the end. So I'm not, I'm not really sure. I feel like Madeline just wants to be single. Like she just wants to be a hoe. She doesn't really want to get married. I feel like she doesn't like Colby. She doesn't even care about him. I feel like Colby... What was the deal with him making out? When when the fuck did Zay and Colby hang out for that whole nightclub scenario to happen for Colby to make out with another girl? How come we're not more upset about that? Like, how come that was only briefly brought up and then that was that? I just I can't wait to see what happens. I wanted to watch last night, but I couldn't. I'm just so tired by the time we like get into bed and actually go to bed. Like we finished watching Mayans at like I don't know, maybe 945. And then I was like, "Eh, I'm just going to go to bed. And also I feel bad because Brett has a hard time sleeping. So I don't want to like watch TV in bed with him. He got a face mask. My sister-in-law said that he needed a face mask like to sleep with over his eyes because what happens is in the middle of the night, Brett has to wake up to go to the bathroom or he just like wakes up from just me or him just wakes up naturally. And because all of his friends and family are awake in England, he sees his phone light up. He wants to check it and then it's game over. He can't fall back to sleep. So Lolly was like, why don't you get a face mask so that when you do wake up in the middle of the night, it's dark. You're not tempted to look at your phone. You just like go right back to sleep. So he tested it last night and it seemed to have worked. He slept through the night. I didn't wake up multiple times in the middle of the night and he's like sketch on his phone texting away. I'm always like, I'm always actually, I'm always too tired to say anything, but I'm always aware that it's happening. I'm like, what are you doing on your phone? It's like 3 a.m. So last night that didn't happen. I didn't wake up to him texting his friends in the middle of the night. Um, So we'll see how that goes. Um, also our friends are getting married. We're going this summer to Chicago and then straight from Chicago to England for Brett's birthday and then home. So we just got the RSVP or the invite and we RSVP'd and we need to book a hotel. And Brett and I are basically going to have a free afternoon to do, to do things in Chicago, which I'm really excited about. And then we have a cocktail hour for the wedding and then the next day is the wedding. And then I think we leave the next day to wait to, um, England 
Anyways, I wish we could spend more time in Chicago because Chicago is one of my favorite places, my favorite cities, and I'm really excited for Brett to experience it. But I also feel like we only really have a day and then we have to set aside time to get ready for the rehearsal. And then we have to like, I just don't feel like we have a ton of time. I'm hoping that going to Chicago opens Brett's eyes to going more places than Vegas. Like, I hope this makes him realize that there are so many cool places in California or not in California in America, places that um, are more appealing than Vegas. Like, aren't you over Vegas? He's brought it. I'm in another group text with two of our other friends from England who are potentially planning a trip here. It really depends on like the vaccination status because that keeps going back and forth. But they really want to go to Vegas. And Brett just like is he brings it up to them all the time. Like, we're going to go when I've straight up told him, like, it's not happening. Like, we are not going to be. I am. We are not. I haven't been on a vacation that I wanted to go on. In God knows how long. Never since we've been together. It's always been Vegas. I use all my vacation time going to England, which is fine. I understand that that's, you know, where his family is. And obviously we're going to go back as much as we can here. But bitches want to go to Cabo. I want to go somewhere else. I'm not going to Vegas again. Like it's not happening over my dead goddamn body. End of story. So I can't wait for Brett to see Chicago. A whole new world. I hope it really fucking opens his eyes to everything. Um, I just can't stop thinking about Couchella on Saturday night. I listened to music today instead of podcasts on my walk. And right when Disclosure came on on stage, they they played when a fire starts to burn uh, and it starts to shed. I don't fucking know the words. Do they say the same thing over and over again? The entire the entire um song so I don't know how the fuck I don't know what it says when a fire starts to burn anyways I listened to that on my walk like three times a day it really puts a pep in my step I had a faster mile than I've ever had before when it starts to burn and now that song's always gonna remind me of Couchella I even taught I ran into my brother and sister-in-law yesterday when I, well, I ran into them they live on our street when I was walking home with Benny I saw them typically I don't see them because like the sun hits their house in a way when I walk that I can't see inside, even if the windows are open. But they came outside to greet me and they were like, we just had so much fun on Saturday night. I'm like, I know, right? And my brother like loves like Diplo. He likes all like to watch all that shit, but he doesn't, I don't really see him going to like an event, you know, like that. Cause too big, too much, too big of crowds. That's not his thing. So today I get online. Someone texted me that Diplo is coming to Sacramento. You guys know I love Diplo. So I immediately bought tickets, checked our calendar, nothing on the calendar for May 21st. It's a Saturday. So I bought the tickets, told Brett afterwards, and then I just texted my brother a screenshot because he said the other day, he was like, I love watching it. And, I, and he was like, and, but I, you won't even catch me at like an event at Cal Expo. Like it's not happening. So I just texted him a picture thinking like maybe get a wild hair up his ass and want to come because he would have so much fun. But also I feel like he wouldn't depending on the crowd. So I'm fucked excited to move Couchella out to the rail yards on May 21st with Diplo and a fire starts to burn and, and it starts to what what the fuck are the words I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to pull it up now because it's driving me fucking crazy when a fire starts to burn and it starts to burn when a fire starts to burn uh, and it starts to spread (laughs) okay that's what it is a fire starts to burn anyways calcello was the most fun 1010 recommend i'm fucking mad that we're gonna be in disney coming up because we won't get to do calcella weekend too we'll have to do it 
Wait, maybe we can watch. You know, that's the thing. Because I wanted to go watch like the Harry Styles thing. Um, I wanted to watch the Harry Styles performance back. And I couldn't find those streams on YouTube. Like it's live and then that's it. They don't exist somewhere. I don't know. But we all we are having people stay here this weekend with the animals, of course. So maybe they can have Coachella. Couchella, excuse me, not Coachella. Couchella. I've literally been recording my radio shows this week. And I've been talking about Coachella like I was there. I was so uninterested at first. Like I was like, oh, you're going to Coachella this weekend. Good for you. Must be fun. Like I was hell making fun of people that go to Coachella. Then we had Couchella. And it's, again, a whole new world. Um, I just cannot get over like I kind of want to go now only I also don't because crowds now I don't know about it and also just seems like a shit show seems really expensive either you pay uber I'm not camping I feel like I already talked about that so anyways um what was I just saying oh yeah so now my radio shows I've been like talking about Coachella as if I was there I'm like oh my god Coachella did you see all these girls were playing for stylists and then Hailey Bieber um just showed up in a jeans and a tank top and like ugly tennis shoes like a fire starts to burn eh, eh. like I've been talking about it as if I was there when really I was just at Coachella Ella Ella hey 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 under my couch, Ella, 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 A, 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 A. There's a new episode of This Is Us on tonight. We've been watching it on Wednesdays, so we don't have to deal with the commercials. Also, the new season of Mayan starts tonight. Also, also, I have a lash appointment tomorrow. I haven't broke the news to her. That's going to be my last one um, because I've been having severe anxiety over it. Like, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, right now on my left eye, my all my lashes are basically gone, like the fake lashes. I have I don't know what the fuck happened in these last three weeks, but a bitch is tore up. They are almost all gone. And so I can see the bald baby bat status of my regular eye without any lashes. But then I also look at pictures of me like the picture of me and Dustin Lynch. My eyelashes are like, Fring! hello, like not full, not like I'm about to fly away, but they're just like, I don't know, really up. And I just feel like I want to more. I have had these conversations with myself every day. I feel like I'm deciding whether or not I'm going to like have a baby or get married or like quit my job. It, it's just getting fake eyelashes out and I'm putting so much thought into it that I'm psyching myself out. So I have to follow through, though, because I already made the appointment to get the lash lift. Like, I'm committed. I also had a lash serum that was really great after I got my lashes out last time. And I looked at my Amazon cart because I felt like that's where I got it and I couldn't find anything. So if anyone has a good lash serum recommendation, send it my way. So last thing that I want to talk about, I don't. So today. OK, so you guys know we're getting the fence done next week, right? We got the, someone over, came over for an estimate for the front yard. Now that we're not getting the full fence done. Right. That's been a thing. We already knew we weren't getting the full fence done. So today the fence company came just they didn't knock on our door or anything. They were just outside and they were marking the yard and there are flags up in weird places. And so I don't know what the fuck's happening. I tried to call. No one answered, but they put flags up as if they're doing the entire front yard. So stand by for the outcome of that, because I have no idea. I'll be working upstairs all day. Brett's parents are going to be here. They won't be around. Like, I don't I don't know what's happening. When a fire starts to burn, Brett and I was like, Brett, Brett was like, are they marking the entire front yard? I was like, yeah, they are. And so after work, like we looked at the estimate. We see the boxes checked for just ha- the side fence. We see the amount, the contract. Everything's locked and loaded. So what the fuck is happening? 
the side is marked where like the gate was going to be like the entire yard is marked as if we're getting a full fence. So I have like a crackling inside of my ear. What does that mean? That really makes me nervous. I don't like any any inner ear things happening. Um, Brett right now is going to cut. We haven't had Cousins Maine Lobster in forever. Um, Cousins Maine Lobster was something that we got. So when I worked at now in 100.5 and Brett came out here to visit for the first time, we had an all white party like you dressed in all white. And um, I remember being super fucked up and there was a Cousins Maine Lobster food truck there. I'd never had it before. And um, I was broke when I first met Brett. Like I was just living by myself in California, paying my paying my rent, my car payment. Oh, actually, I didn't have a car payment, my insurance, which was high at the time. Anyways, I didn't have a lot of money to be balling out at all. Um, so we were super drunk. I forget where Brett was, probably with one of my friends. And I went to the Cousins Made Lobster food truck and I got us like two things. You guys, it's expensive. It's $21 for a lobster roll and like $17 for a lobster quesadilla. And I'm pretty sure that's what I got us. No, I must have got something else too because I spent like 50 bucks. Anyways, I bring it to him and it was like the best thing ever. And so we've always laughed about that day because I you know, went and got that stuff, spent hella money on it. When I told Brett, he couldn't believe how much it costs. And then there was one other time at the beginning of the pandemic when they were food trucks were allowed to be out again. I remember we drove out to Rockland to get Cousins Maine Lobster, but we haven't eaten it since then. So I got um, an email that they were going to be at Porchlight tonight, Porchlight Brewery, which I can't even picture where that is. So I put it on our calendar like weeks ago. Actually, no, I was interested on Facebook and Brett was like, I saw that you were interested. Cousin Maine's Lobster, are we going to get it? So anyways, this morning I woke up, totally forgot about it. And Brett was like, are we going to eat there? Are we bringing it back here? I was like, huh? And he was like, Cousin's Maine Lobster. I was like, oh, fuck, I forgot. So I just ordered it through the Cousin's Maine Lobster app. Brett is going to pick it up while I record this podcast. I also have website stuff to do. You guys, please, 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 please. Like the fucking Real Country 103.5 page and the Fuego 101.9 page. More so the Real Country page because the Fuego page doesn't really need as much help. Interact. Comment if I post something. Greatly appreciate it. 10, 10 recommend. Um, so after I record this, I'm going to take a shower. Brett will be home. We'll eat dinner. I'll do some stuff on the website that I have to do. Going to be giving away Dixon Mayfair tickets starting tomorrow on the Real Country page. So if you're so inclined and want to go, go enter to win. Um... And then we're going to watch Mayans and go to bed. And then all I have to do is get through Wednesday and Thursday before we're going to Disneyland. I'm so excited, but I'm also really sad because, you know, I don't love to leave the animals. But someone is going to be here the entire time. A loving, super animal person that I trust very much. I think the animals are going to have great fun. And we're only going to be for a be gone for a very short period of time before we bring Brett's parents back. They're going to be here for two weeks. So basically, my life is going to get wild for the next couple weeks. I feel like my life is wild basically through August because we just have things back to back. We have Disney, then we have my birthday, and then we have our anniversary, and then we have the Diplo thing, and then we have wine tasting with friends planned. And then I guess we really don't have anything planned in June, and then it's July when we're doing Chicago and England and that whole thing. And so, yeah, I feel like at the blink of an eye, summer is going to be over, and it hasn't even freaking started yet. Isn't that wild? Okay, another thing that's wild. 
My, I'm, I'm officially been at my company for a year. And so that means I got my sick time today. I got 80 hours, 40 for me, 40 for a family member, right? So I'm in the group text, text with these people from work. And someone said like, you have to work the full day today in order for that like time to actually hit you. And some people heard that you had to work like four hours. Okay, so there, this company that I work for is super strict about time off. Tell me why hell of people in my group chat worked four hours today and then used to sick time for the rest of the day. I'm like, could it be more obvious? Like, could you be more obvious? Hell of people. And some people did say that they really had sick kids or whatever. But I just feel like, um, I don't know. I just feel like they're about to be out of sick time hella quick. And I'm not about to play that game. Okay, bye. Actually, no. Follow me on Instagram at What the Chuck Podcast. <laughs> Episode 100 next week. Oh, that makes me sad because I'm going to miss Saturday and Sunday because I'm going to be in Disney. Oh, oh, no. I guess like I can't really like force it. I can't make episode 100 amazing if amazing things aren't happening. So hopefully I have a really eventful next seven days for you so that episode 100 is all you fucking hoped and dreamed. The good news is I will finish the ultimatum by the time episode 100 wraps up. So that's uh, content enough in itself. Okay. Follow me on Instagram at What the Chuck Podcast. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on whatever platform you listen on. Share it with a friend. Post it to your story. Give me five stars. Leave a review if you haven't done so. Um, I appreciate you guys so much. You're the best. Go take on the day. Who used to say that? A radio person, I feel like. Dr. Laura Schleschlinger. Leshinger. That's really where we're going to leave off today. Okay. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow us on Instagram at What the Chuck Podcast.